Welcome to Loud Thoughts with Sadia. This is the second part of the Mentally Aware series where we talk about everything mental health. As we all know, mental health and mental health illnesses are quite delicate and there's so many parts to it. In this episode, my guests and I continue our conversation with the occurrence of mental health issues from childhood and how to have a better attitude towards these issues as a parent. We touched on how to support a person dealing with mental health issues, as well as some of the challenges faced by NGOs like MANI, which stands for Mentally Aware. Nigeria initiative and then went ahead to give tips on how to generally improve one's mental health. Enjoy listening and feel free to share this podcast. Research does actually show that mental health, you know, starts from a very early stage from childhood and mm it progresses through adulthood and adolescence and adulthood and all of that and it just made me wonder as someone that intends to be a parent someday you know what are those common things not to do let's put it that way or things to look out for and things like that i think not to do easily would just be trying to put them into a box being honest as well and being open to just listen you know you want to guide them um, and i know a lot of people don't know this as well but mental illness is actually very common in children as yeah. well you know at different levels with different types so that also to some extent also shows that sometimes it's it's a predisposition and sometimes it's just what it is um children go through a lot of stuff so you know you have bullying you have abuse you have violence, like all sorts of things that you, as a parent, you might not even be aware of. So usually just having a very good communication yeah. flow with your child such that when they're dealing with stuff, whatever can, is triggering them or that could trigger them, you then can pick up on it. And then if you're open-minded enough, then you know, okay, ah, let me put this child into therapy. You, you know, mm. there are so many times I speak to my friends and, They've been in therapy since they were 10 or whatever. And I get jealous. She gets. It's like, mm. ah, I wish, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it is what it is. It's like just knowing. Because I feel like sometimes it's just down to open-mindedness. Open-mindedness. Like normal thing to yeah. do. You know, I, if my child is running temperature, I know to take them to the hospital or I know to give them paracetamol. It should just mm. be like a next thing. Like, oh, ah, you've dealt with this thing. You know, it's not like you just, ah, this person bullied you find that someone has been bullying your child for like the past five years and then they finally unleash the trauma they've been going through to you. Mm. It's not just for you to then go, ah, okay, sorry, um, sleep or eat or whatever. You need to then also know that they would need some sort of psychological intervention. Yeah. And I think that's the link that is missing. It's like, if I found out today that, oh, my child has been having stomach cramps and they've been hiding it for me for two months. Mm. Me finding out, I would want to still, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Knowing it doesn't resolve nothing. You then take that extra step of, let's get this checked out. Let's look into what could be let's wrong. Up, yeah. Let's just make sure you're okay. Yeah. And that's that's the link that is usually missing, especially with Nigerian parents. And that goes back mm. to stigmatization, ignorance, not knowing enough. And then active listening. I feel like irrespective not even just parent child just in general everybody should learn active listening mm. you know just the act of being a very good listener so that people can actually talk to you you know you're not yeah. making yourself the center of the conversation you're not trying to 
dominate tell you. them how to react or guide them and you know you're just letting them you're listening you're paraphrasing mm. you're summarizing you're nodding you're holding their hands you're giving them hugs you're letting them rest their head on your shoulder whatever it could be you know just so they know you're there and you're listening but you're not really jumping to like preferring solutions mm. or giving them advice or whatever you're just listening you're letting yeah. them talk to you you're building that safe space you know that safe support system and mm-hmm. um, when i had my episode last year the only person i told out of the moment when it was happening was the one friend that consistently showed me that mm. they were they, they were about me like do you get I me mean? like every yeah. other person that knew i was dealing with issues up until that point even though they meant well we're always trying to get me to talk like oh what's wrong mm. oh, do you, you know and most times it's like you know Zainab was like the only person that would just reach out like hi how are you I just wanted to say hello and that's it no pressure and slowly without even realizing it mm. I just built an image of her in my head as like my safe space yeah so when that issue happened she was literally the only one that came to my head as oh shit you know let me talk to this person because you know she would know how to handle it so yeah, yeah, even in a parent-child situation, you just want to have that kind of bond. Not because you're doing it so they could talk to you. You just want to do it so that they know that you genuinely care about them and you're not going to make the decision about you. Just, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Cool. Full stop. You mm. know, no pressure, pressure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Right. On that note, yeah, what do you think about mental health support programs in schools? Uh, say our secondary schools because i've always thought it would be a nice idea to have departments in our schools that are dedicated to helping kids go through one phase or the other because we know that a lot of shit goes down in secondary school especially so it would be really nice to have some sort of help and i know we we i don't know for all schools but i know i went to unity school and we did have a guidance and counseling unit which I don't think mental health, they even knew anything about mental health. So what do you think about that? It's the 21st century. We can afford to do it. What do you think? I don't think it should even be a secondary school. I feel like it should be brought in from primary school, to yeah. be honest. It's possible from kindergarten. You know, the same way we're advocating for um, sex education. So, you know, teaching mm-hmm. children personal space and, you know, we should touch you where and, don't kiss people and you know all of that stuff yeah. it should just be ingrained into you just so you know or oh, if i'm experiencing xyz it's okay and this is how i can get help mm. but the only issue with this kind of model in a nigerian context is like i said for example with psychologists i give you that example how yeah. even though they're psychologists and they've like, gone to they went to school for probably six seven years to get to that position their mentality was still very skewed so that's my only concern. It's like, how do we then ensure that those people are doing exactly what they need to do and they're not just using that avenue? You know, I was reading the thread on Twitter the other day about a couple that went in to get contraception, sorry, contraceptives, and the advice that they meant they just started preaching to them. You know, so you see this case constantly coming up in the Nigerian context where people don't really know their place. I'm so sorry, man. It's a concern, actually. Thankfully, the guy went with her, so obviously it wasn't as bad. But imagine if you're you're a girl, you're like 20 or 21, and you know, you're having sex, which is normal, and then you walk into a reproductive clinic that is definitely there to support you. And this person is just reading you, asking you. So you're having sex at your age, you know. And that's a common theme. Even with Federal Psychological Hospital, yeah, but there was a friend of mine that 
it took me months to convince her to go and the day mm. she finally came back like that. I was like, ah, how did you go? Just me. She was like, the moment she stepped in, even the janitor, cleaner, was asking her, ah, why are you here? You look okay. What do you come here to come and do? You know, and it's like, is that your job? Can you face your Yeah. So that's my, I, that would be my only concern, like mm. just making sure that people are actually properly trained and there are systems in place to check what they're saying to, check, to these kids, yeah. to get feedback from the kids, to ensure that people are actually doing their job. Mm-hmm. If that can be done, then amazing. Yeah, this is actually one of those areas that, um, like we've said earlier, I feel it's better not to even do it than to even get it wrong. Because we know, I think it all stems mm. from our mentality as people, as Nigerians. Like, yes. That's it. That's the root problem. That's the root of the whole matter. So if we're not getting in the right headspace, if we're not getting it right from the beginning, everything's going to fall apart. Okay. Uh-huh. So I want us to divert to the point or to the issue of how we deal with people that require treatment or that have one mental health issue or the other. One of the most difficult spots I've had to be put in is when someone reached out to me, actually poured out their heart to me, poured out their concerns and everything to me and I was trying to help but I didn't know what to say because again I was very conscious because I'm one of those people that feel like this issue is very very serious I'd rather not say anything than say the wrong thing so being in that spot being in that position where I want to help and I don't know what to say how do you think we can actually help people without imposing on them or making their situations um, worse basically when you said that like oh i didn't know what to say i was mm. literally about to jump in and just say you didn't have to say anything mm. you know um i've worked as a counselor on and off for about two years now or three you know and i've been in situations where the most effective thing is just silence like we forget how powerful yeah being silent is you know and i feel like our immediate reaction usually just ah this person has so many other issues i need to fix it right and by doing that sometimes we are now taking that power away from them Mm. and we're bringing ourselves into the conversation we're now giving them ideas based on what we would have done without actually giving that power back to them and you know letting them know they are totally in control especially with mental illness you know what i noticed that was the most frustrating part for me was the lack of control so you 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 have an intrusive thoughts you know you don't have control over your mind you don't have control that is i wake up and it feels like my body is just made of stone and i want to will myself to get up and i'm literally lying in bed and i'm crying and i'm like subhanallah let me just oh i've got stuff to do so you can now gather courage and then come talk to a friend and then you now take this 1% control that I have left and you're just telling me, you need to do this. I mm. need to do that. You know? Sometimes it might not always be the best. So what I usually do with my friends is I've literally had people just out of the blue <laughs> start ranting off to me and all of that stuff. And at the end of it, you know, like I said, as they're going, I'm practicing active listening. So I'm... I'm paraphrasing. So I'm like, oh, so you said, you know, you went to the lecturer. Okay. And what didn't happen afterwards? Just so they know I'm actively listening to what they're saying. Sometimes if it's physical, I'm holding their hands or I'm nodding as they're talking, all of that stuff. Without me actually 
saying something does that make sense and then when yeah. they are done i'm always then like i'm so sorry this happened babe or whatever else like give them a hug or just you know whatever it is and i'm usually then ending that with how can i help you yeah. know what can i do to be of assistance to ease your burden to support you you know and sometimes it could be financial you know but without asking them i can't know mm-hmm. and without giving them that opportunity to reflect you know sometimes i've had people literally i don't think anyone ever asked them and they literally pause and you're like hmm actually i just wanted to vent like i'm good yeah. now you know and they realize it themselves are like actually yeah i just wanted someone to talk to like you just listening is enough and sometimes it's ah in the course of them talking it's like ah okay i really want to but obviously we all know getting help is expensive mm. and it's like ah, i can if i can support i will sometimes i ask other people and i'm like ah do you have 1000 there do you have 2000 there you know and we make it work and other times they just need that push you know it's just like i know i really need to go to the hospital but i just i don't want to and you know those are then the time where i know okay i'm going to pester you and every day i'm literally checking in like are you going today are you going tomorrow what's up so you know just asking people how you can be of existence is just the best way and also knowing that being silent is not bad <laughs> literally yeah so far you've not just you know zoomed zoned off <laughs> while they're talking to you and that's rude and they won't come mm. back keeping at the back of a man i love times when people have mental illnesses they already feel like they're being a burden and you know and yeah. something else that i try i try to do sometimes is i don't do much when they're talking to me like i said but then the next day i'm checking in on you the next day after that day after that sometimes it's so bad that i put the reminders on my phone just so i don't forget because the again the goal is to show them that i don't know about every other person no but me i care about you and i'm here to do my best to support you and i'm gonna show you it's not just words like if i count the amount of people when i was Oh, because then I used to tweet a lot. People like, oh, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. It's all, I won't believe you. Because if there's 1,000 of you saying you're here for me, what makes you stand out? What, what should make me trust you? Mm. What would bring your name in my head when I'm having um, a crisis? So, you know, yeah. I'm checking up on that. Like, how are you? Oh, so you said yesterday that you were going to call this person. Did you call them? How did you go? And slowly you're building that trust. You're building that wall you're showing them see i'm here i'm consistent i mean well i just want Mm. you to be okay and i'm not going to insert myself into this situation and most times that's all that's needed Mm. intentions are important Mm. like you know again and i'm being serious there's so many times i've had to remind myself that the only person that knows what's best for them is them yeah i don't and I can never feel the pain more than they are feeling it. Mm. And at the end of the day, if the goal is to help them, then I'm going to always check back in with them to yeah. understand how I can help them. All of those work you're putting in might not even pay off mm-hmm. ASAP. It might then come up a month down the line, two months down the line, three mm. months down the line, when they actually desperately need it. Then they are mm. like, ah, who's that consistent person? Oh, is this person? Okay. Mm and then they reach out so yeah the goal is to support them to help them and i'm just always willing to do whatever i can to support and Mm. to help stop (laughs) on that note of support yeah 
another question I wanted, I wanted to ask was um, how about people that you know that need help but are not willing to seek the help that they need how do you handle that you know this person really needs the help but they're not willing um i tend to have i ask leading questions you know and obviously for me to be at the point where i'm adding asking those kind of questions i've known them for a while so i had a situation this one time where this person were good friends and um i knew she needed you know i managed to convince her she went to the hospital to go medication but then she had exams so she was like ah, i'm going off my med she just said it as like an a sad thing like i'm going off my med the side effect and i you know side effects are quite bad usually with antidepressants as well she's like side effect i can't deal with it it's like i just need to focus on my exams when my exams are done i will go back on them then again typically i you would have expected i will meet to rant or tell her she has to take it but i just understood you know what you know what's best for you so i didn't push it i just said cool but then every day i was just trying to check in on her and just ask how she was doing and then i started to notice a pattern she was struggling to sleep because of her mental illness she couldn't even focus on studying for this so-called exam itself and then slowly she then ah oh, by the way uh, i went uh, they gave me sleeping pills so i can sleep and then I could revise. She gave me clinical. And then one day I was like, you know that I don't see anything that day. I was looking at you. Okay, now answer my question. You said that you went off your mate to study for the exam. But now you're taking sleeping pills. Is it hard enough? I was not like, ah. I was like, me, I'm just asking, no. you know, think about it yourself. Does it make sense? Instead of you just take one medication and it will solve your problems and make you sleep. And because that was what my antidepressant was doing for me anyway, it was helping me with sleep and food and my mood. Mm. You know, it was like it's ticking all these three boxes and you will still get your side effects. Is it not no better? And again, I was just asking in a simple way. If she had come back and said, no, I would rather, you know, stay, she knows best. Do you get? But my role there is to present the facts to her in an unbiased way. Yeah. you know making sure that she's seeing the bigger picture and alhamdulillah like we had that conversation and the next day she came and she was like ah I'm, i've started using it again and i just smiled and then i sent her a voice note and i was like i'm sorry maybe you know if i overstepped mm. you know but i just felt like i needed you to see things a different way and she was like no 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 no, no. she's sorry for you know going off them in the first place and all of that stuff so you know just knowing when to push and knowing when to know your place and knowing when to also apologize as well and just let them know that mm -mm, i'm not trying to take control mm. i'm just trying to show you something else you know so yeah. and sometimes also knowing why they don't want help as well sometimes people are just scared sometimes mm. people don't have the resources you mm -hmm. know I, the time i was speaking to someone and when she just kept dodging it and i asked i was like why and it was funny because all this while i never remember to ask why and it turned out that the closest hospital to her that was affordable that was a federal hospital was like three hours away mm. and she was like i don't have time i cannot leave work i cannot do this you know so by understanding why as well then you can you know figure out how you can give them other options as well mm. if that makes sense i know you you volunteer with money um mm. and i think i've forgotten what mentally aware initiative right yeah 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 so apart from money because they're the only ones i know of that they're going they're doing and they're doing amazing 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 job like what are what are the other mental health you know advocacy groups or 
interventions and services that you know about? I know of She Rights Women, but I think that's more to about um, to women, women mm. space. I know that Stand to End Rape also has a, a mental health department as well, but that's mm. more for like their, whoever comes to them that is a rape survivor and needs mental health services and all of that mm. stuff. To be honest, Money seems like the only organization that I know that is offering, obviously, free counseling services and kind of trying to train counselors to support people. And they have like a, I know there are like some societal lines as well and all of that stuff. But I feel like most times it's not even that people are societal. Some people just, you just need someone to talk to, you just need to get things off your chest. But it's just easier to say to a stranger because then someone that knows you might try to like, give you solutions or make you feel some type of way and all of that stuff so yeah i think in that regards we probably as a nation we need to look more into that you know having more to and i know as a stance and correct me if i'm wrong but we currently have no toll free line Mm. you know when i was still with money it was something that we're trying to achieve but Nigeria being Nigeria, it just was impossible. Yeah. So people have to call with their own credits, which was another problem as well. Yeah. Um, and we just need to look into that. I saw a video recently by the Lagos government, but this was like months ago, saying they were going to create the f- a toll-free line and stuff. I don't know how far that went. Hmm. Um, but yeah, we definitely need one. If if we have one that is national like that, and then if we have free, you know, few NGOs like money as well, so, you know, doing their own bits then it would definitely go a long way mm. yeah right so, okay yeah okay. on a final note here i just want to i just want you to just quickly please give a summary of how to improve one's mental health personally mm. i think exercising definitely helps. just mm-hmm. being active um even on days i'm not kickboxing i'm trying to walk maybe even if just seven thousand steps a day mm. sometimes it's just going up and down my stairs and my stairs so i meet that target <laughs> sleep sleep is very important you know mm. it's something that i didn't take seriously uh, there are days i wouldn't be able to sleep till five and then i have to be up at seven or eight and i just do it and just go about and then slowly i was edging towards a breakdown so yeah just sleeping adequately seven eight hours a night cute um drinking water as well you know, eating healthy, yeah, eating yourself. And I think another vital thing that we sometimes miss out on is people are all about, oh, I want to find love, I want to love somebody. Have you, do you love yourself? <laughs> have you put that in line effort? was funny to me, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, have you put in efforts to care for yourself, to look after yourself? Mm-hmm. Like for me now, you know, every Tuesday I go for art classes. I can't paint, but just sitting in a room for two hours, I put my phone down. I'm not, you know, I'm not, it's not like I'm exercising. It's not like I'm reading. It's not like I'm mm-hmm. using my brain. I just take the paintbrush. I just draw whatever rubbish I can draw. And I, you know, just letting myself breathe and relax. Yeah. And sometimes it's just taking a stroll. You know, I just feel like my head is all muddled up. It's not stroll that I'll be listening to musical because then that defeats the point. And you're mm-hmm. just walking, just giving your head space to just breathe. Yeah. and to shuffle things and to just organize ideas and to just clear your head um and that thing that i think helps as well is sometimes we take on too much in an attempt to not 
acknowledge or address our mental health issues mm-hmm. like you can feel like you're doing too much like you're burning out and your brain is literally ticking and instead of just taking a minute to reassess and reevaluate yourself you just keep taking on more and you know and i'm talking to all of you that you're doing seven six jobs at the same time thinking <laughs> it makes you a superstar you know the only thing it makes you is dumb yes and you're going to burn out so you know for me back in april last year i had to let go which is when i resigned from money as well i resigned from nightline i was i think about in about four volunteering positions and i just psh, let them all go around the same time mm. i left my jobs like i just needed to just clear my place because yeah. i realized that i was taking all these things on in an attempt to just be busy yeah. to just not have time to stop and reflect and think and look after myself you know it was just i wake up in the morning and it's i'm i'm, I'm waking up to like 1000 messages on whatsapp and i'm trying to troubleshoot wow. outsource instead of looking inwardly and helping myself just open other people and trying to using that to fix myself mm. and a lot of people do that whether directly or indirectly and we just need to care for ourselves show ourselves that we love ourselves and we care about it and yeah we're going to take steps to look after ourselves and sometimes that's all we need you know yeah yeah well thank you so much for doing this with me and um i'm so glad i think we yeah we have actually come to an end i hope this has helped someone uh that's that's the whole point i hope someone listens and takes out one or two things i feel like it it all boils down to our thinking you know if Mm. someone can listen to this and have a second thought i think this this has this has done something then on that note i'll be saying from rashida and i thank you for listening and if you need help please reach out to money at least that's the only um organization i know about and i have actually mm-hmm. recommended people to so money i think once you just google them you'll see all the information yeah. you need yeah so thank you so much for doing this again thank you for listening and from rashida and i i think the same bye